This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, uh, good evening. We're holding here in middle of Perik Dalit, and he was discussing over here the the Indian that the, the various scholim, um, the, 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 the various uh, galgalim, all have some sort of nefesh to them. Um, now he says, The philosophers' determination that there are 10 scholem uh, nefradim, where does that come from? In other words, it, 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 that's sort of a, uh, because they count the following. So they have like this. So it goes to Amakif, Bekoil. So there is the outer. So again, let's let's picture how they understood it. If you look up in, in Shemayim, there are all sorts of beings, all sorts of beings, um, circ- all, all sorts of entities circling the earth. Many of them, like all the stars, from one unit that they keep going, they're all together. There's, there's, they don't ever separate. So the picture that they have was having like a wheel going around and 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 uh, something stuck in it. So they had 10. Where did 10? So he says, there is the, um, the big circle that encircles everything. That's a circle that doesn't have anything attached to it. You have the um, all the stars that are static in relationship to each other. That's an, another galgal that takes all of them. And if you take a look at it, you can always, the vast majority of the stars that you see always have the same distance from each other in the different places in, in Shemaim as the night goes on. Galgalia Shiva Kechavim, the seven planets, Vesechol Ha Siri, Vasechla Paul, Asheholo of Tseisichlenum and Akorhala Paul, Vavayas Suras and Imsos, Ahovos and Imsodos, Ahashe Bahamarsh of Elabekoyach, the Kolmash at Sumanakorhala Paul, Yeshlomotzi Becher, Hutzmi Menu, Zoshiam, Amoitzi Minamutsa. This is complicated. Uh, not complicated. It's 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 difficult. Let me explain what this is. Seichel um, Apol is a concept, Aristotelian concept, obviously. It's called the active intellect, and it goes as follows: the world consists of some sort of intellect, and um, that is the what we would call the tzur of everything, the concept that atoms consist of positive and negative particles, and they group together in a certain way. All of that is, is, is a, certain, um, a, a certain idea. That's, that's all it is. You know, the laws of nature are really ideas, uh, concepts. Then there is the physical world, which it follows that. Now, what is the um, what exactly is the bridge between the two? What 
pushes these concepts onto the world. How, did that, how does that law of nature, which is an idea, it's a formula in the back of a physics book, how does that get to um, some sort of metzias? Uh, how does that make water boil at, at, at 100 degrees centigrade? How does it make water freeze at zero degrees centigrade? So they posited something called seichel hapol, which means the intellect that is an active intellect. The intellect that is pure and just tells me the, 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 the laws of nature, that intellect is um, inactive. It can't affect anything. It's just like, let's give a muscle. When, 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 I, when I see somebody who's very successful in business or in yeshiva, whatever it is, and I say, he's a man of great vision. That's fantastic. But visions don't create anything unless somebody takes the vision and implements it. You can fantasize as much as you want, but how did it become? So that unit is called the active intellect. It's a it's, it's concept, but it brings it over to the world. It all, it, in other words, any type of transition from the conceptual to the actualization, one, or anything which was potential and becomes realized, those are all products of that active intellect. And, and let's explain the wheel part of it. Um, the, the, the reason for all of these wheels are to create motion in the world. By motion, we mean transitions, and therefore the outer wheel is, is the ultimate that, that, that causes everything to move. And there's, some, there's something that connects the world of um, tachlis, reason, uh, to the world of becoming that. What causes things to begin to realize their potential? What's the catalyst? That's called Sechlapol. That's the language that, that Aristotle uses. And Bemela, since these, the, in, these wheels are the ongoing source of motion in the Bria, and the ultimate Galgal is the Sechlapol. The Rambam lists it in in, in Yara Hazaka, when he speaks about the Madregas of Malachim, it is the least, it, it is the most Gashmi of all the Ruchnistic entities and the most Ruchni of all the Gashmi entities. Um, it's, it's the bridge. So, Hasechel Asiri says, is the Sechel Apoel. It is the active intellect. Asher Hoira Olav, it first of all, and has two major things. It, it, it causes our understandings to come out into the Metsias. And and the and everything, every physical matter in the world to assume it's tsura. Because the tsura was only there the And we've mentioned many times that any time you have something that has potential becomes realized, there must be something that was active because either it should have happened immediately or should have never. But so shall have Now, part of the trick, part of the problem is 
whatever whatever causes um, this uh, process to begin needs to be of the same. So I, I can't affect something unless I'm if I'm in a bridge between two things. It means I have a foot in this world and a foot in this world. So the 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 the, the uh, must be able to have physical connection, and 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 must have a, a, a connection before. Now he goes gives a muscle about seichel apol and so on. Ki hanagar lo yasa otsavashel uma. So he says a very interesting insight. When I ask myself what made this table or this box. I'll say the carpenter, and the answer is no. Av masher besichle tzuras oitzer, v'tzuras oitzer b'seich hamnagesh etzuras oitzer lepol v'samay sebeitz. So it's the idea that I have. I have an idea of a box that I'm building. That idea, that concept, is really what made the wood into a box. It needed uh, um, a bridge. It needed somebody to bring it from here to there. But what this box is, is the concept of a box um, imposed on a piece of wood. So if I ask myself what causes it, the answer is the seer the, 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 the that I have in my mind. Came below Suffolk, the, the, the thing that came up with the tzura is a tzura of Dallas. It, 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 it's the world of concepts. I'll explain what it means. He says, so the same idea exists in every level of Galgal. There is the concept and there's the Galgal. So the concept and the Galgal and the Galgal is a realization of that concept. Um, like he said before, that the motion is every Galgal trying to attain its... its uh, it's it, 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 it's it's surah, which it, it it keeps trying to, but it fails to. So every every seichel is the motivator of the thing that is happening, and there is something in the middle, like the seichel apol, which or the nagar that's standing there and doing it, which is actually the active agent that does it. But but if we if in the big big picture. It's it's the seichel uh, the, the pure concept realizing itself in this. So, um, for instance, so so when I look around and I see things falling down, a it is a concept of gravity. There is a concept of gravity that mass attracts each other. There is the the physical world that has this concept stamped on it, and something that connected the two how this concept got attached to this world. That's the way uh, Aristotle listed it. So basically he listed many Galgalim, 10 Galgal, uh, 10 Galgalim, um, and the, 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 the Galgal, one of the Galgalim is this Seichel Apol, which that's its job. 
And, and the reason for this is because all these galgalim are the source of motion, change, and so on and so forth. Okay, then he adds another point that Aristotle said that he agrees with. So all sorts of um, uh, things that happen in the Bria, we can make the following statement. For who? who does not physically um, do the things that that he does. If a Kadosh wants to burn something, a fire comes and burns it. And the fire gets stoked up with the galgal's turning. The galgal turns a base by on a seichel nivdol. And these cholim are the malachim, the malachim that um, turn these galgalim. Now, the the um, so so basically, there's an almost never-ending series of um, what's right, cause and effect, um, and, uh, a, a sort of a hierarchy of things happening. So, so at no point will a person be able to see something happen and say, ah. Oh, this is Hashem. You, you, you'll, you'll always, no matter how far you're going to look, you're going to find a physical cause, un- unless you just skip it and say, and so where's all that coming from? And since um, you cannot have on the Nivdol minion, like you said before, you can't have many so Aristotle says, therefore, it's a who created that first seichel. So this is sort of an understanding that Aristotle has of the need for a divine cause, the way he mapped out before, um, but it doesn't take away from the mechanics of the universe. The universe works mechanically. Now it's A causing B, causing C, causing D, and so on. And there is an ultimate cause, and that is a Kaddish Baruch But where we interact with the Bria is way beyond where we see it. There's no, there's no God particle. There's no particle that we can isolate and say, oh, this is, Hashem is, 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 is putting it into the Bria. It, it, it doesn't work like that. Um, well, Bianchi, the, must, it, man, yes. it, man is not a seichel nivdol, right? Man is seichel embedded in, in God. Is that right? So, but he would like to say that the fact that we can think and then an idea comes into our head and, and therefore um, this process we feel where things come into us I think that that's he feels is is a result of that process. So we do have an element where we tap into a seichel, um, but the man himself obviously is not a seichel nifdal, as as is it's not. But, but the ideas that we have, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say. So how does he know that the galgal isn't like man? That it's it, the seichel is not a seichel nifdal. There's a seichel in the physicality of the galgal. 
Um, so I think he says the other of it, but, but by both of us, we need to have a Seich Lapoel that serves as the bridge or the beyond. Um, he seems to say the Seich Lapoel has two jobs. Um, one is with the Skalgul and one is with Adam. So I, I think it means, in other words, for us, the process of thinking is really re- realizing potential. Um, we had ideas in our head and they came into being. It, it's interesting. You know, systems are very similar. And in the world of Mekubalim, the, the idea of Malchus, which is the Bechina that somehow bridges the gap between the physical world and the beyond, um, has, you know, people identify it conceptually with this, with this concept of Seich Lapo. There's always going to be someplace, a bridge, where something comes in, into it. So he says, um, so there's this constant chain of higher beings, which are all these Galgalim, and it comes out to us. So you, you can't stop at this seichel because since all of these participate in, in, in Geshem, that means they're part of one process. So basically, um, he, he Aristotle comes to a Sibir which is the, the driving force of all of these, uh, of this whole machinery. This is what Aristotle says. The whole variety of and his Mefarshim um, explain it. So they all come to the same conclusion. All the Galgalim are physical beings. They have a life force in them and, 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 and some sort of tfisa. They, 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 can, they can recognize a concept of the divine and that there is exists um, so basically um, that's his picture of it the um, and uh, it, it, let's i guess let's sort of map out the main points that this world is a, is is a, a a pyramid, or it's not a pyramid. It's the other way around, really. It's it's there there. It's a um, it's a machine that goes from. It, 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 we're talking about scholem nevdolim. We're talking about malachim malachim like bris, and it goes from higher to lower to lower to lower until it comes into our world and becomes the physical things as we know them. That's the end of the process, and the root of all that process must be a kadosh baruch hu.
Um, that's basically the way he, he lines it up. I will try to show you what in the Torah, um, what what are deus that are Torah true. And the things that um, that are the opposite, uh, that the Torah disagrees with, I will try to explain that as well. So, Perik Hay. That the Galgalim are living and comprehend. That they that they comprehend and understand that's true um, in the Torah. They're not physically inanimate beings like fire and earth. So and and they are living entities that are Isaac and Avedis Hashem. Now I, I want to again I, I, I like to try to draw a certain parallel where we could also understand it in some way. Because uh, even though obviously our, our sense of science is extremely different than the Rambam's and Aristotle's, but um, I, I believe that the Rambam's uh, das was so deep and he hit on things that even though we, we, we label it differently, but there's a lot in common. Um, if we look around the way we perceive the world, and we um, and we need to understand that Kaddish Baruch Hu from the way we perceive the world. So when a person looks at rock and earth, um, the, the the feelings he gets from it is something totally intransigent, something totally fixed and frozen, something that has no life. And domain is domain, and that's it's myla. On the one hand, it, 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 it expresses nothing. On the other hand, it's um, it's very strong. So we speak about Sur Yisrael, Akharish Baruch the rack of Yisrael, and Sur and Tom Paulo and so on. It 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 what we see in it is something fixed, immutable, strong. So that's what a person observes when he sees that. When a person sees the, the Shemayim, he looks up, he picks up his head and looks and sees Gromi Shemayim. What he sees is activity, motion, um, something in the Bria is never at rest and always pursuing. When we see the ground, we see something that's standing in one place we see the word menucha, and 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 we and that's what we see. And when we see the heavenly bodies, we see constant motion, constant service. Like the sun goes through a daily route of rising, bowing, and setting. Um, that's the world that God created for us to live in. So it, it, so we 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 might then understand that this is the this is. At the physical reality, the way, he, the way Aristotle understood it, but I, I always think in, in, in thinking of it in a deeper way, 
it does have that effect. Um, they're constantly praising the with big shvachas and shvachas. Amma, Hashemayim is having quite kale. He takes it quite literally. The Shemayim is saying, and the people who think that it's just a metaphor are wrong. The words Haggadah and Sipil we use only a person's consciously. When in English I can say um, this building speaks of its inhabitants, and that's what it's a metaphor. There's no metaphor like that. Omru ein oime So the fact that Dibur is associated with all these beings seems to imply that they can, they, they're, they're, they're entities that can express it. Again, the shot the way we'd say today, like much of the Pirkei Shira that we say in the, that, that it's a school of something or other, the Pirkei Shira is not the shot that um, every animal gets up and sort of says Shira. It means the animal is the embodiment of Shira. Um, it's just like when a when, when a craftsman builds something stunningly beautiful, when 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 um, a, an architect builds a magnificent building, and I stand and look at it and I say, "Wow, every curve in that building sings the praises of the architect and 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 um, talks of of his sense of beauty." It's 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 a very it's a very strong metaphor. It, it's a, it it you know, so that's how we would have learned it. And he says no, the, the psukim don't imply that because of the use of deeper. Whenever somebody, whenever somebody praises in words something that was like a painting that was drawn, so the painting itself is the shevach. Talking about it is, is simply to to explain to other people what it's about, or it is to show that oneself that you understood. He says it's a very, very strong riot. Um, the, um, there was somebody that made it, makes it or made it his, his life's calling to, to, to talk and explain that Alpiteri, you have to believe that the earth. Um, that the earth, uh, that the sun goes around the earth. And he brought this psukim. Uh, you know, he brought, it's about all, all the psukim where it says, you know, that's the Lashon of the Pasuk. So, you know, so he, um, so someone asked, when, it's, when it says, does that imply that the sun is wearing a kittle? That was his uh, question. Like, if you if you if you feel you have to take the psukim literally, then what do we do with chasiyot mechupasay? 
Um, this, this obviously the, the metaphor. Okay. Omnom dasach hachomim bazeh chazal and he rose to the beer for the riot. That's obvious. He spent his tzedur berchse reach umashnechba batfilas. But the Torah from the drushes by Amor Tzashlam chomishtachvim ubaomer bronyach hakirch for oyer by Yerukov nealikim. Is there very harbe? So there's a lot of lot of lashonos chazal about them expressing something. Or bebeishus rabbis rashab amru ba amru isparach for artsay sesayu vavoyu. It's in mourning, it's expressing mourning. So, so again, he's the Losha Chazal where Shemayim complains that they're living, and the, the, the Arabs complains that Shemayim is living, they're dead. Again, implies the difference between the two. So Aristotle's point about this Galgalim that they can they they can recognize their cognizance, that's all fits Chazal. And they all agree. That the, the the higher worlds exude a life force that comes into our world. Um, so what does it mean? He gave he he meted out the the sun and the moon to three other nations. They they form part of the chain of elements that direct Umasolam. So it doesn't mean that that they should worship it, but it means who made them part of the of the Mitsias, of Dan Hagav, of those. It means rule. So there's some sort of shulten. So he says to say that um, that something can run something else and not understand it, not know it. Is um, is 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 is, 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 is obviously a sheker. You know, if those worlds are what are what run the world beneath it, they must perceive, understand, and so on. Okay, so that is that. He finishes this. Uh, the next one is going to speak about malachim, the bria malachim, and so on. Okay, he's still in the middle. He's still in the middle. Going to come back to to to, to explain where he disagrees with Aristotle. But he, he's meanwhile talking about all these brios that Aristotle mentioned in between, that the quasi ruchnis and so on. That's something he's going to uh, talk about. That's, that's what he's dealing with. Okay. Good, good Shabbos. Call to bye.